0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone. Dwight Beal here. It is Tuesday, March 1. Welcome to the month of March. Yes. I'm going to be 50 in four days. That's fantastic. March 5th. I'm, oh, man. Brother man, welcome to the five O Club. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good decade. Uh, I'm excited to see it. You know what? Pastor Matt did, I don't know where he read this or heard this on a podcast or something. He heard that our 60s are our most fruitful years of life, well, I followed that's... by our 50s. Hmm. So, bro, you are entering the promised land right on i'm excited about that (laughs) anyway it's great to have spencer emmons with us again and it's tuesday so we like to talk about testimonies Mm -hmm. so spencer could you just you shared a little bit Mm -hmm. yesterday uh of your story but when did jesus
1: become real to you well i happened to be in jail at the time and okay uh, How, how old what age are we uh, talking here? I was probably 21, 22. Okay. 21 and 22. And um, I had been to church. Uh, my mom had taken me to church and I had been uh, in a Christian school for a year. And uh, I didn't understand wh- why I was reading, why I was studying, meditating. I didn't understand any of these. I didn't understand the Bible. The Bible was a closed book to me. Mm. Um but um, when I was in difficult straits, when I when I needed um, when I needed to hear, when I needed how to act uh, in these situations, in these difficult surroundings, um, his word became alive to me. It, it became alive and active to me. So it was like um, I had been to a a Catholic service, and while I was in in uh, uh, the jail there. And, uh, and none was talking about how we view our fathers. And, Mm. and so it just became real. Mm -hmm. The whole, the whole book just kind of opened up to me. Wow. Not to make light of the
0: situation, but you, you were kind of a captive audience. Yeah. Right. You had, you had some time to slow down and let God
1: reveal himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, One of my favorite uh, Bible characters is the character of Saul, uh, Saul or Paul. Mm -hmm. Christ came to life to him after he he was like uh, what what he was a Pharisee, Mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, he knew a lot of Scripture. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't real to him, mm-hmm. and so when Christ came and knocked him off of his donkey, mm-hmm. it was like, "Who are you? I don't, uh, I don't even know who you are." You right. know, and all along it's the scriptures that were leading to Christ. Yes, yeah. so it made he made it alive to him as well. So it, so you got knocked off your donkey, right off, <laughs> right off of there. I was man. I was on my way in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was not interested, but God knocked me off. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, what did your life look like
0: once you got knocked off your donkey? Like, uh, what changed?
1: Well, I was interested in people more. You know, I was, uh, God started to minister to me about, uh, difficult things that I had been through in life and how is it that I can reach out to the people around me that are also in difficult Hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He brought it home to me. He he gave me opportunities to share what it was I was learning Mm -hmm. with people. That's awesome. And it was good.
0: Yep. Well, we have one of my favorite Bible passages, of all time to read today, so I'm excited. Psalm 91 verses one to two and nine to 16. Spencer, you wanna
1: take us in? Sure. Uh, Psalm 91 verses one through two. He who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. 9-16. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. What stands out to you in this passage, Spencer? Who well man there's a lot here uh the dwelling the abiding uh where am i dwelling in the in the shelter dwelling and abiding those those words actually you know the dwelling and the abiding Mm Mm-hmm. and then uh, say more about that because
0: you know he who makes the most high their dwelling like what does that mean to you that's a it's an interesting metaphor.
1: Mm. Tabernacling, pitching a tent. Mhm. Pitching a tent. this was a very common thing for them as a strange, nomadic people, yeah. as nomadic people to pitch tents together or, or at the feast of tabernacles, that was a whole thing. To dwell in the shelter of the Most High, to abide, to to pitch your tent and stay there for a while. Mhm. Uh, just, you don't have to roam around. You, this is where you are for the moment, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. You know, it was probably a, a, a relief mm-hmm. because of the nomadic lifestyle, just wandering around following the sheep here or there or whatever, you know, trying yeah. to find pasture for your flock. Yep. This is probably a rest for them. Yes. And in music, being musicians i'm being a musician you being a musician we know that rests are just about as as important equally as important as the music itself great point yeah
0: yeah without the rest there'd be no dynamics to the music Mm -hmm. he who dwells in the shelter of the most high so he who pitches his tent Mm -hmm. and lives with
1: god Mm -hmm. right oh man i i often think of the that dude Jake, Jake the snake, or back in the Bible, Jake, Jacob, when he wrestled oh, with God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. sn- Snakey Jake. Right? That's what I call him. I'm it. with Sna- you now. Jake the snake. Uh-huh. <laughs> pitching a tent. Boy, that was a wrestling match. Pitching his tent, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> trying to dwell with the Almighty, or trying, how do I respond to my brother in the light of the things that I've done wrong, or mm-hmm. pitching a tent and that context you know it's not an easy thing it was a wrestling match he never walked the same again mm-hmm. it, it, it came out of change burst, <laughs> right <laughs> but I I also liked uh, verse 14 because he holds fast to me in love uh, that's part of I think that's also part of the dwelling and the abiding is holding fast mm-hmm. uh, clinging to clinging to uh, my mom would, uh, would say hold fast in pit bull tenacity. Like a pit bull would snatch onto something and not let go. Have pit bull tenacity. That's mm-hmm. how she would put it to me. Have that pit bull tenacity. Just to hold on, to hold fast, cling fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let go. Yeah, there's a, there's a
0: role we have to play. Mm-hmm. And God responds. I I circled the word if Mm -hmm. in verse nine, Mm -hmm. if you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. Mm -hmm. I could read on. There's all these promises that God makes that follow that word if. Right. We know that God's love is unconditional, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we can screw up and his love is unwavering. But there are things I believe we set off a chain reaction of, of God's movement and activity in our lives mm-hmm. when we make the decision that, you know what, he's going to be my where I'm going to dwell. Mm-hmm. He's going to be where I pitch my tent. He's going to be where I trust and where I find my rest. And I, I just made a list here. From verse 9 on, God says, I will protect him, I will answer him, I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him, I will honor him, I will satisfy him with long life, right? Mm -hmm. I will show him my salvation, and I will command my angels to protect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah when you look at all of God's promises, it's like, hey, it's a really good, advantageous choice <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, us yeah, yeah. to
1: make the most high our dwelling, right? Yeah. I was I was thinking about, like, when you're saying that, I was thinking about the ark. And when you pitch your tent or, or the, uh, the meeting place, the tabernacle, the mercy seat, hmm. specifically, I'm like... When the Shekinah cloud, cloud comes down, is between those two angels in the shelter, in that shelter, in that tent. There's a whole host of things going on, mm-hmm. and it's just a picture of what it is in the heavens. So, like, wow, to to live in that spot, man. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, to live in that spot.
0: It's like Moses who says, "I need your presence, God." Man. I don't want to go anywhere without your man. presence, and if your presence doesn't go with me, I don't want to go. It
1: makes me think of the rotation of the planets and how we rotate around the sun, S U N, right? And you can, we can't live without that, you know. Yeah, I need that glory. I need I need to be in that presence. I need the presence of S O N, right? You know, I need to be in that presence. I need right. to be in. I want to be in that spot. Man. And isn't
0: it interesting that humans used to think. That all the planets and the sun rotated around us. Oh yeah, so we're self-centered.
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
0: so I could totally identify with that. <laughs> right. I could totally identify. It wasn't with until you know we we got the telescopes and all that we realized oh, we revolve around the sun.
1: Right. The sun is the center. Right. Right. That, that verses eleven through thirteen, he mm-hmm. will com- you said uh, he'll command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up. Hmm. lest you strike your foot against a stone and you will tread on the lion and the adder and the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. I know that's coming coming, this is going to come back to bite us later on but (laughs) I mean there's other passages to cover but I like the fact that uh, you can tread on the lion and you can tread on the adder and the young lion and the serpent you will trample under a foot mm-hmm. God just promises protection yeah. and yeah I've I've been around a lot of snaky people on a lot of, around a lot of people that just want to jump you. on jump yeah. on you and yeah be pounce on you like a lion hmm. and then there's the kind that just want to wrap around you and squeeze well you know squeeze, squeeze the life, life out, out of you yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen a I've seen a lot of that stuff you know mm-hmm. and uh but God, you know, <laughs> Yeah. but God, you know, I, I used to tell people, you know, I've got a couple of angels following me around and one's name is goodness and, and the other one is mercy. And if you see the one, it's, Oh my goodness. And if you see the other, it's, Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so just, they might not be seen right now, but they could make Trust an appearance. They could there. make an appearance. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Which, What a cool promise that God commands his angels to look out for us. Yeah, I mean, we all sort of jokingly say sometimes, well, you must have a great guardian angel, but that's actually a biblical concept. It's it's very real. It's very real. I love verse 14 where God says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. Mm. When I read that passage, Knows my name. I feel like see, I want God to say that about me. Yeah. I want God to say because Dwight loves me and because he acknowledges my name, I'm going to take care of him.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels very personal. His name, we could talk about his name because, like, and the way in which he revealed himself, you mm-hmm. know, as far as like, I am Yah the Lord, the Lord God everlasting, mm-hmm. knowing okay. his name. And what, what that, what does that mean mm-hmm. for us? What mm-hmm. does that mean? Have you studied the different names of I, God? I have studied many of the different names of God. Okay. Like the Lord, uh, you could go with L, El, Elion, El Elohim, Elohim. Let me see. Jehovah Sidkenu, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh because provides, I know the song. <laughs> yeah, he provides all of our needs and right. all those things all all that those names entail. What does that mean for us? Hmm. And Jesus, Yahshua, the Lord saves. Us, he brought us out of great things and into and out of through and into bringing us all this way, all mm-hmm. all the way in which we've been, you know. Well, our time's oh, about
0: up here. Friends, as you're listening, may you, may I, may Spencer, may we all be people of whom God says, because she loves me, because he loves me, I will be with them in trouble and I will deliver them and honor them with long life Will I satisfy them and show them my salvation. God is so good. Put your trust in him today and
1: be satisfied
0: be satisfied and be at rest.